0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of talking games with kelly and andrew i'm andrew
1: and i'm kelly
0: how are you doing today kelly as though i haven't been talking to you for several minutes already
1: i'm fine i am dealing with a bit of a headache at this moment so audience please forgive me for my um headache brain fog yes headache
0: uh I also feel like I shouldn't break the illusion. We just hit, we hit record, like we enter the, the the Google Meet call and hit record before we speak to each other. So whatever you're hearing, audience, is the first words we've spoken to each other. So when I say, how are you? Right. I don't know the answer.
1: Right. Right. We're just, we're just so, um, we've been doing this for so long that we just know immediately to open and hit record. Like there's no fluff.
0: Yeah. And if like we speak before, the other will get mad. Like I yeah. like coughed before, and Kelly's like shh. I was like, oh sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I was
1: like, you're ruining the integrity of this podcast. Yeah, I as we as we live and breathe.
0: Uh, you know what else is in having its integrity ruined theoretically?
1: Um, sh- no, I don't. Can you tell me a
0: video game whose entire uh, concept is making decisions to get different outcomes? being turned into a a movie in which there will be one outcome until Dawn is getting a movie. Uh, You're a bigger fan of it, so your opinions matter more, but I heard it and I was like, that's stupid.
1: I don't think my opinions matter more. I think that... um, I just have more context, maybe. I don't know. More fandom context? I I didn't necessarily think that this was... I don't know when I first heard this I was kind of like I was very confused because for the reasons that you're explaining there's not really a purpose to making this into a movie Mhm. Um so It's also yeah.
0: inspired by so many movies that like I don't know it's gonna it's gonna feel peculiar to to me right. to do it this way. Like it's it's like reverse not reverse engineering. It's just kind of useless in my brain and maybe it'll be good, but I just think the reason I enjoyed until dawn was not the story or the, uh, like cinematic nature of it. It was the decisions and seeing the outcome of my decisions.
1: Yeah. I think that, um, well, I think that there is an opportunity to make something interesting here. Um, they could kind of go, have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. They could kind of do like a Cabin in the Woods esque, like very tongue in cheek. Um, because that's not necessarily the na- like that's the meta nature of the game. Yeah. Like you know it's a horror game, you know these teenagers are about to make dumb decisions, you know that that, you know, this is all gonna get flipped on its head at some point in the game. Um I think it would be interesting if they explored more of the lore that they explore in the game about how the main antagonizing force came to be. Um, I don't wanna I, I know until Dawn is an older game, I don't necessarily want to spoil it because it half the fun of that game is the spoilers that is the big spoilery moments. Yeah. Um so I don't want to spoil anything, but I think if there was more backstory into that, or maybe if we do maybe a different cast of characters maybe it's not necessarily the exact same characters in the same scenario yeah like you're right yeah it does feel a little bit like a waste of time or maybe like counterintuitive because that it like the point of the game is that you're playing a movie basically um so feels kind of silly to
0: turn it into a movie doesn't it
1: It does, but we'll see. I'm not really sure that this, I mean, I feel like it's such a, it's in such an early stage of anything that we will probably learn more and maybe it'll start to make sense. But as of right now, it does feel kind of silly.
0: It's also probably going to be forever till we hear more about this. So
1: yeah, maybe it'll be like Clue and they'll put a bunch of different versions out there.
0: Uh, I guess that's an interesting idea. But how do you do like theater distribution? I just feel like the way you
1: send you send different files to different theaters. Yeah, I Maybe guess like- in my
0: brain, it's like in the modern age, it would be I'm I would be very curious. That's a good idea. That's probably the best idea I can think of.
1: I just don't know. It's probably very expensive to do something like that. And it wasn't expensive with Clue because it was Clue and it was also made in the 80s. Yeah. 90s? 80s? Well, it doesn't really matter. I don't know. It was made back when movies were just a little bit cheaper to make.
0: Yeah, like $12?
1: Maybe. You know what movie probably is not going to be cheap to make, especially with uh, the cast that is expanding every day? Yeah. Uh, The Minecraft movie. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Who uh, received a new star uh, last week. Um... I know that Andrew knows who this person is, and I know who this person is, and I happen to think that I have a really good impression of this person. Oh, you do but now now I feel a little bit on the spot.
0: Can you do an impression of this character announcing that they're gonna or not this character this person announcing that they'll be in the films instead of telling us who it is and what movie just can you sure. yeah okay and if you and if you do well, I'll uh <laughs> send you a venmo.
1: Wow. How much though?
0: Hang on. You know what? We're gonna...
1: I'm, I'm I uh I'll just do it. You don't have to send me any Hang money. On.
0: <clears throat> Hang on. No, no, this is the, I want the audience to know that I'm a, I'm a man of my word. So I'm going <laughs> What if
1: my impression's really bad and everyone's just lying to me all the time and I'm about to be like blown up on the spot?
0: It's ready to go. Okay. It's ready to send if Kelly okay. succeeds. I'm <laughs> sending $2 to her. This is a
1: huge amount of money you guys, especially for someone who's broke right now did i t- oh i didn't say that on air no. well i am broke right now so this is really a life-saving amount of money for me
0: i told all them right. it was two dollars <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know but the joke is that it's two dollars all right go ahead i'm really nervous i'm having performance anxiety you're not
0: even this isn't live um, We're. it's just me and you right now
1: right hold on i have to like embody her spirit <laughs> I'm going to be in the Minecraft movie. Wow, you guys. I got my $2. (laughs) I just got the Venmo notification. I did my little dance and I got my coins. Uh, For those who um, didn't understand my impression, it was Jennifer Coolidge who's going to be in the Minecraft movie.
0: Who do you think she's going to play? I think she's going to play like the little chickens. (laughs)
1: what if she's the villagers and instead of them going like they're like (laughs) I feel like that would be pretty
0: good that's the funniest thing I've ever heard that is (laughs) I I am so sad that you can't be correct because that's too funny yeah oh that's
1: (laughs) I love the villagers I love that they're like
0: And now you and you love Jennifer Coolidge, so this could be groundbreaking. I do, I do. I think this movie is looking dumber by the day, but I'm more curious now.
1: Yeah, I feel like actually it's like circling back to being like okay, like the cast seems a little bit silly, so
0: maybe they got something. Maybe something something cooking.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe something else is going on here.
0: They got something cooking. Uh. Speaking of people cooking, uh, Square Enix, you know, they got a big kitchen. They let us know that they're actually uh, trimming back on some of their game production. That might sound like a bad thing, but they said that they want to reduce the number of games so that they can focus on higher quality games. Um, I heard this and I was like, no, because I was thinking about games like Octopath Traveler or like the upcoming Visions of Mana. And I'm looking at those and I'm like, those are smaller titles, right? And then I saw, I just thought about the number of games that they've released. And there are games like Harvestella that came and went and nobody talked about it. Or do you remember Various Daylife?
1: Yeah, that's my favorite game. I have a thousand hours.
0: Yeah. They they have a lot of random games that people don't really think about, including one we're going to talk about in a minute. And I think that perhaps cutting back on these weird... Like, hyper-niche games are cool, but if you're making so many of them that none of them can hit, you're going to have a problem. Because, like, those games, especially Various Daylife, is, like, tapping into the market that they set up with, like, Octopath and that stuff. But Octopath still exists, and those games come out regularly. That team releases games regularly, so it's not like that niche is underfed, you know? Right. They're fed. They're happy. So I guess Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense to focus on the bigger stuff, focus on stuff like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and the Mana series, and hopefully keep games like Octopath that are kind of like mid-tier still going.
1: Yeah. Would you say Mana's bigger than Octopath?
0: Yeah. I mean, Mana's been around for decades. But do you feel like people... I I think Octopath might be slightly bigger, yeah.
1: I was gonna say I feel like Octopath at this point has more name recognition, yeah. than Mana. But
0: but Mana also kind of died out and is making a revival of sorts, right? Because like Trials of Mana hit pretty hard. People love that remake, but like I think Visions of Mana is gonna be a big, uh, a big tell for what that series holds. I think Octopath is like i um, probably a more committed niche at this stage.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, we have a delay. This delay may come as a surprise to some. Um, because it was kind of a surprise to me. But uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, has once again been delayed. And is uh, uh, has a final release date of S- September 5th, 2024. That's okay. So, you know, this is a delay that has been sort of ongoing uh, for the main reason being that this is a Ukrainian studio. And obviously there is a lot going on in Ukraine right now. Um, Not necessarily saying everyone there is working from Ukraine, but obviously that's put a huge um, obstacle (laughs) in the development process so i think it's nice that we got a release date but this is one of those things that it's like kind of touch and go and i think of any delay ever uh this one's pretty understandable (laughs) yeah and it's Um, also
0: a delay because it's only ever had windows and the latest window was q1 which always seemed a little peculiar because it was like especially now it's like oh we're in q1 like it's weird to be in the window and still not have a date so at least now it has a september 5th like actual rock solid release date and i imagine with the number of delays it's gotten that's probably pretty pretty set in stone um yeah so i'm hoping the studio is doing well and that the you know the people working there are able to focus on perhaps more important matters in their life and not fret so much about the video game release date yep Um, there is a video game that I'm fretting about the release date immensely Uh, Mm -hmm. I would say it's probably the most important video game coming out this year Um, at least the most anticipated (laughs) definitely uh, the biggest video game in the industry it's coming from our friends at Square Enix you all know what I'm talking about it's the February release of fa Stars
1: what? I thought you were going to say something else. Wow, I
0: gotcha. I gotcha. you. Got got Foam Stars got a release date uh way earlier than either of us guessed. Uh that being February 6th. Uh not only that, it got a announcement of price. 30 bucks, 30 smackaroons, macaroons, mac-a- macaroni and cheeses. And it's going to be included with PlayStation Plus.
1: Yippee! Yippee! Yippee!
0: So I, Foam Stars—if you forget—is the Square Enix, uh, Fortnite-looking clone of Splatoon. I'm happy that it's free because I really want to play it.
1: I am also going to be playing it.
0: We'll have a. So we we'll can have, have a, tr- a nice. Yeah, we'll have a. Trio. That's the
1: only. That's the only game that we're gonna. T- well. See.
0: That's Second, the week of a much more important third, game, right?
1: Fourth, fifth, sixth. So that'll come out the day that our episode comes out. So okay. we'll be totally fine.
0: Okay. Because, yeah, Persona 3 Reload comes out the 2nd of February. And then that gives us four days to finish that. Um, which I can do. Mm-hmm. So we'll finish that game in four days. And then we'll be ready for Foam Stars on the 6th. Right. Which will be all right. consuming. That'll be the only game we play for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I'm we're gonna we're gonna try it, right?
1: Yeah. I'll try I mean, it. It's... I'll take a break from Persona 3 to play Film Stars and hate it and stop playing it after like a half hour.
0: It's I mean it look it's it's Splatoon. The more I see of it, the more overt it is. Because like the Fortnite style made me think like, oh maybe it's not just a Splatoon ripoff, because it looks like Fortnite like graphically but the gameplay it's like why wi- wildly splatoon yeah it's an-
1: i'm sure you'll do better at it than me because you've played splatoon and i have not
0: yeah and fortnite which you have played less than me
1: but i have played it yeah but i ha- but i played it back in 2018 yeah. so
0: and i have like 200 hours <laughs> which is uh one of my shames i'm gr- I'm, shame. I'm curious though i i think uh this is totally the only game we'll talk about today that perhaps has some uh, plagiarism concerns.
1: Right. (laughs) the only one. Right. Uh, A game with no plagiarism concerns, as far as we know, uh, is Avowed, (laughs) which uh, we got a fun little game overview at the Xbox Direct last week. Um, This was basically Obsidian being like, Oh my God, you guys, we're so great. Remember Fallout New Vegas? Okay, check this game out. Um, and then, you know, we saw some combat. Uh, we saw some questing. Um, I don't know. I wasn't, like, overly impressed.
0: Yeah, that's my big... I, I was <laughs> underwhelmed, which disappointed me a lot. Because I had very, very high hopes for this game. And... Uh the combat looks v- very finicky and like that's okay it's obsidian like it, it, if the rpg elements are there they are RP- that's more important but like this trailer did not do a good job of showing rpg it showed like two people talking in very boring ways
1: yeah i wish we had a little bit more of like the story of like what the purpose of this game is yeah um it doesn't look terrible though I mean, I feel like I, not to blow up your spot, but I felt like from what I read from yours and friend of the show, Cameron's texts about this trailer, I was expecting it to look really bad.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not horrendous. It's, I think for me, it was a combination of disappointment and also like the 90% Maybe not exactly, but uh, the vast majority of this trailer takes place in, like, a sand world that Mm -hmm. has no color and, like, nothing dynamic going on. And, like, during the whole combat showcase, it's in, like, a circle of dirt, like a little sand circle. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just uh, knowing this game is supposed to come out in the fall makes me concerned Like, it looks like a good early look, but this game's supposed to be theoretically, like, in a few months. I know fall could be, like, nine months from now, but still, I don't think that that's... I just am worried. I'm worried. And I want it to be good. I'm not not sitting here trying to dunk on it. Like, I want it to be great. But this trailer did not give me confidence.
1: Yeah. I can see that.
0: I feel bad saying it, because I was very excited.
1: No, I mean I think that that what they showed us is not finished. Um
0: I think a delay is and, very very possible.
1: Yes. It just looks different. Like I was expecting something different. And what we see is not what was I what I was expecting.
0: I think it looks a lot like more like outer worlds than it does like Skyrim. Which yeah. surprises me because the whole thing is like it's like the oh the obsidian version of Skyrim, but I'm like this looks like Outer Worlds with fantasy elements.
1: It does look like Outer Worlds, which, which I didn't I didn't dislike Outer Worlds. I it's not very it's not a very memorable game though.
0: Yeah, I just worry that maybe. I don't... Did you
1: play Outer Worlds?
0: Uh, not a lot of it. I've been meaning to go back to it.
1: It's like it's fun, but it's like I couldn't tell you a thing that happened in it, other than there was like a priest companion
0: i mean i just i don't know if it translates just like because it looks like they used outer worlds as a basis in a lot of ways i don't know if that translates perfectly to the vision that they have here
1: yeah we'll see maybe they'll polish it up a little bit who knows i mean maybe we'll see a polished version of it later down the line yeah i mean the summertime theoretically
0: if it's coming out in fall it should be a huge a huge pinpoint in the june showcase so Right. Let's, we'll find out in June. We sure will. Something that we'll find out about before June, something that I'm very happy will not be in the June showcase, is Hellblade 2. Um, sorry, Hellblade, but I'm happy <laughs> that you soon will no longer be in my shows. Uh, I'm excited to play it, but I'm sick of seeing it everywhere. And it's actually coming out earlier than I think most of us expected, and that's on May 21st. Available day one on Game Pass.
1: That is not what I was expecting at all. No. I can't believe this game is coming out. I can't believe it's <laughs> coming out in May. Like, It's like all of this build up, all of these years, the years and years of waiting, and now all of a sudden it's like, it's coming out May 21st, by the way. It's like, what?
0: It's also- What do you mean? They confirmed it's short, it's $50, and it's digital only.
1: See, $50 doesn't work for me.
0: We'll, I'm sorry, or you won't have to pay for it. But
1: my my argument though is that if it's short, it should be forty, but they bumped it up to fifty because games nowadays are seventy.
0: I'm gonna say I think that fifty. I've seen that the budget. I think 50. all
1: video games should be thirty dollars or below.
0: <laughs> I think I think they should just give them to me if I'm if we're going all I, the way.
1: I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be like. You know, I think people should get paid what they deserve. I think CEOs should take pay cuts. I think video games should be a lot cheaper than they are right now. And I understand it's inflation. I understand these games cost a lot of money to make. Uh, Let's just stop doing that.
0: I think we're making a full capitalist reform discussion with that point, though.
1: My great economic advice to the Treasury, if you're listening, um, I know nobody's thought of this before and there are no complications. Just print more money.
0: You know, I don't no problem. I don't know if they had thought of that. I think you might have be, they, be breaking new ground here.
1: I know. Well, I know, and I know there's no logistical issues, and I know that's a a total possibility. So I think they should just do that and listen to me. And video games should be cheaper, and uh, the price of living should be cheaper, and um, Hellblade Two should be cheaper. Okay. Most we, importantly, we did it.
0: Most importantly, you think Hellblade Two is more important than like housing? Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna, I guess you're not it depends it, on
1: you? your. No, I guess it depends on your priorities. I didn't play the first one, so I don't really get it. I don't know the story other than she hears the voices of dead people.
0: Mm-hmm. N- well, no, she has psychosis. Okay.
1: But isn't she hearing like voices? Yeah, they're not of, dead people. They're just, people who, they're just voices in oh. her head. Okay. But sure, you're sure they're not dead people?
0: Yeah, I played. I I played Hellblade.
1: What if it is revealed in Hellblade 2 that they are dead people? Um, Are you going to feel silly now?
0: I would feel silly, but I'm going to put a lot of money on them not doing that because I think they have immense respect for psychosis and they don't want to make it about ghosts. Based on the fact that they pay a salary to a psychologist on staff to ask questions about psychosis.
1: Okay. I'm just... Just throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks. I don't know the game.
0: <laughs> well, you will I didn't on know May know. I didn't
1: know it was a great social progressive moment in hist- in the history of gaming. I didn't know that.
0: I forgive you.
1: Feel free to cancel me on Twitter and Facebook.
0: No, don't, 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 don't cancel her on Facebook. She needs but that.
1: St- but stay away from my Instagram.
0: And your Tumblr.
1: How do you know I have a Tumblr?
0: I've, I've had a Tumblr since 2011. I've met you. That's how I know.
1: <laughs> that was way too young for me to be on Tumblr. Well, maybe not. I was what, like 14, 15? Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've talked about my Tumblr before. Yeah. On this very podcast. Uh, Something that I haven't talked about on this podcast yet until just this moment is uh, the Indiana Jones game. Uh, The Great Circle. It's not of life.
0: It's a great. That circle is so good.
1: It's a really awesome circle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This game is coming out this year, according to the reveal trailer that we got. There was some gameplay also in this trailer. Um, You know. Once again, we are fighting Nazis. This is pretty standard fare for uh Indiana Jones. It looks like Indiana Jones. I mean, what, ca- what more can you say?
0: It's very It's, it's first classic. person. Ugh. First
1: person single player uh and for those of you who are fans of the Indiana Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones movies, it supposedly takes place before the Last Crusade.
0: Yeah, it's like a mid-qual between movies
1: which is fine i'm watching the trailer right now
0: i just i was very disappointed i mean i knew it was going to be first person because machine games but i was hoping maybe they'd like surprise and be like no it's actually third person we're we're doing third per- but no it's first person and i i have nothing against first person games but when i'm playing a game where i am like so distinctly the character i want to see them if that makes sense like when i'm playing spider-man i want to see spider-man Sure. Like licensed characters like that.
1: But to be fair, Indiana Jones is kind of just a,
0: a dude. Yeah. I think. But
1: I get it. I get what you're saying. I think, like, if it was like you're traipsing dungeons, it would be cool to see him in third person.
0: I was also excited by, like, whip combat. And I think right. inherently first person combat can't be as fun Um, when it's like. The combat, I'm, like, high action. Like, I wanted to play with the whip like I was, like, Dante from Devil May Cry. You know? I wanted to be silly about it, which doesn't work in first person, you know? First person is more methodical, I think, and more, like, shooty bang bang. I think I, sound I might controversial, disagree with you.
1: I? I'm just saying I think first person combat, to me, is more fun. It feels more immersive, but I, under- I understand your perspective.
0: I guess in my brain, I like viewed co- there's like different kinds of combat. Yeah. And I was thinking like I get that. high octane, like dodging, s- jumping around, yeah. multiple enemies yeah. around you. If there's a
1: lot of movement, I think a third person situation is better. Like think about Spider Man, yeah. where you're like Surrounded. you're taking on like five enemies at a time, five plus enemies at a time. And that's what I was thinking. But imagining. I think when it's a little bit more you're playing like a superhero, you know what I mean? Versus like Indiana Jones, who's just like a guy. So to me, the first person perspective and the first person combat makes more sense narratively and thematically. And just like you said, like the developer, they don't really do third person. So, but I I understand your perspective. There are different styles of combat. And I think that it could have been cool to see a third person Indiana Jones game.
0: Well, it's third-person sometimes, uh, and they're advertising it as, like, a blend, but that's not true. To me, it's very clear that it cuts to third-person when they didn't know how to animate certain things. Because, like, he'll, like, flip his whip up and start climbing the whip, and it just cuts to third-person. And I'm like, I don't think that's a stylistic choice. I think you couldn't figure out how to make climbing a whip look normal in first-person. So they just zoom out, and it looks odd. And it's also, like, it appears to be, like what maybe 5% or less of the game is in third person i'm like that's not a blend that's a rarity
1: yeah yeah
0: but it's i mean it coming this year that's if that's true it's pretty cool big holiday game for xbox they didn't have one before this available day one on game pass
1: play day one on game pass
0: uh wish list it now the surprise game that they added to this showcase is not coming to game pass which made me sad because i was very surprised to see visions of mana make an appearance in this showcase we all kind of knew there was going to be a fifth game um but we didn't know what the fifth game might be turns out it is square enix's visions of mana which we only got one trailer for at game awards and it was kind of you know it didn't show a ton of depth whereas this trailer is a lot deeper and shows a lot of combat they talk about music for a long time which i think is really cool i think i have a very good idea of what it looks like um I think this game looks visually really incredible. This trailer made me a lot more excited for it. Um, They announced it's coming summer 2024, which we knew it was this year, but summer is uh, maybe a little earlier than some of us expected. I think the only disappointment I had was that they were showing it in this showcase, so I thought maybe they were going to be like, and it's coming to Game Pass. Woo! But no, they didn't. They didn't do that, so you're going to have to pay full price for this.
1: Yeah my only disappointment uh was the person playing the game for the gameplay why cuz i feel like they didn't do very good they were like they missed an orb in the sky the combat i mean i feel like i could have done better so tell me put me put me in the seat and i'll play that game and i'll play it well okay but what do you think and i'll about- give you a nice little demo reel
0: what do you think about the new rideable mount and with his tiny legs and giant body
1: well i think that that's interesting
0: did you not, did you because see, did you see, th-
1: how do you have such tiny legs and such a large body?
0: Well, did you consider, and how do you that carry people? Did you consider that it's perfect and you shouldn't question it?
1: You're right. It's so I had cute. not considered that. It looks like Cookie the cat.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep.
1: It looks like my cat if she was not my cat at all, if she was a big cat. Uh, Uh, creature. Yeah. Spiky with spiky black fur.
0: Yeah. They said it's like a combo of lots of different animals. It kind of looks like like a
1: dog cat to me. They said
0: like dog and armadillo and like, which the armadillo like, they softened the the concept art, it does look like an armadillo but they definitely softened it up in the final game.
1: Oh it is really
0: cute. Yeah.
1: I like, I wish it was a little more armadillo-y. Yeah, because it is fluffy, it's not
0: scaly. I think the scales might have been kind of cute, but
1: I think armadillos deserve justice. They've been portrayed negatively for a very long time now as cowards, as... Uh... Uh-huh. Sorry, there was a flashing light outside and I got distracted. It scared me. I thought they were coming for me.
0: <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> Is that an armadillo um, Pokemon?
1: Yeah, sh- Sandshrew.
0: Sandshrew and Armaldo.
1: And Slash.
0: And Armaldo. Slash. Are you a fan of Armaldo?
1: I have to oh no. (laughs) Wait, let me look. That's like one of the ancient ones, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the it's okay. Not my favorite. Anyway. I don't like I think rock is and bug are both really bad Pokemon typings. All right. And to have a rock bug Pokemon type, that's like double the flop. Alright. You know what I mean?
0: Alright. 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 Alright.
1: Um, It's funny that you ask about Pokemon because our, our next uh, story is all about a game that is not Pokemon, but you would not be uh, remiss to if you if uh, you would not be incorrect if you thought maybe some of these guys were Pokemon uh, because we're talking about Pal World, uh, which blew up um, hitting uh, 1.8 million concurrent players on Steam, uh, which is pretty crazy. That puts it at the second most played game ever underneath Counter-Strike 2. Um, no, Pal World? Wait,
0: no, it, it beat Counter-Strike 2 today. Now it's oh. below PUBG.
1: Right. Pal World, for those who don't know, is like Pokemon with guns. It's like an open world survival game. You catch the pals and they help you do stuff. They help you build um and it really looks like pokemon (laughs)
0: i'll so it's funny because i texted kelly a couple days ago also it it passed six million sales i was trying to figure out the new numbers um my goodness anyway uh i texted kelly and i was like hey you playing pal world she was like no not playing that garbage and then i was nervous because somebody on this show that's not Kelly did play power World. <clears throat> to be fair to me, it's on Game Pass. The early access right. release of Pow World is on Game Pass. So I didn't right. pay for it. Um, I was mostly just curious. I didn't know this was a survival game. I thought it was just Pokemon with guns. It's not. It's a survival game. I'd say it's more a survival game than a Pokemon game. Like, just going off sheer number of hours, like, what I'm doing, the majority of the time is spent resource collecting, building things, resource collecting again, building things again. Um, And then between those things, you'll go catch Pokemon or pals. Um, the, The pals are... They're stolen. They're pretty blatantly ripped off um i don't think that that's necessarily i think that stealing video game mechanics is okay because that's how genres grow you know if you couldn't steal video game mechanics there would never have been a first person shooter after doom like there wouldn't have been uh there wouldn't be racing games after Gran Turismo. I don't know what the first racing game was. Based
1: on a true story? Based
0: on a true story. Like, all of these things, it, it would be like the first of a genre is the only of a genre, and you couldn't develop beyond that. So, like, I don't think that taking from other games is bad. The thing about POW World is that it doesn't, like, oh, it because, you know, the, the movement and the catching, it does feel like Pokemon Legends Arceus a lot, which I like that game, and I think stealing that part... And putting in your own elements would be really cool. But it, it doesn't. It steals that part. And then it steals the climbing from Breath of the Wild. And then it steals the building from Fortnite. And then it steals, like, everything it does is stolen from somewhere. Um, and it's the kind of thing where it's, like, not legally enforceable, which is good. I don't think the PAL world should be sued, even though I think it's a little bit, you know. It's not the most creatively lush game ever. That doesn't mean it should be sued, in my opinion. Because that is bad. I think that video games should be entitled to steal. Does that sound crazy?
1: No. I think you're right. I think that game mechanics get passed on through different versions of different games. I think the design aspect is a little bit questionable. Yes. I think that um, some of it is really, really blatant like just changing models a little bit and none of this is it's really hard to talk about it because when you talk when you see people talking about it in spaces online everyone gets so mad so fast it's like someone will say hey they shouldn't have stolen these pokemon designs this is obvious and blatant like plagiarism and then someone will be like, oh, you're just a Nintendo fanboy. P- the, p- the million, billion dollar company doesn't need you defending it. And it's like, okay, that's not what's happening, though. What's happening is that an artist has had their work basically taken and changed to make it a little bit, I don't know, acceptable. And it just sets kind of a bad precedent for future uh, games, I guess. So, but I agree. I think, like, the gameplay elements, it's, like, who really cares if you're playing it and you're having fun because you get to play a game where it's, like, it combines elements of other games that you really like and you like those elements, then it's, like, who cares? Ideas, like, building are not, like, intellectual property. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you, when it comes to, like, the way a character looks, the, the specific ways that they're, like, they're... Pokemon eyes look, it's like, I don't know, it just it feels very skeezy, especially what we, you know, learn about this company and like what they've done in the past and like the CEO is like really into AI and like crypto and not to bring in all of these different outside elements, but it's like it just feels icky.
0: And I think the thing for me is that none of this would matter if it was like a mid tier game. I think it becomes such a big conversation because I mean, we, we've we known about this game for a long time. It was announced, or, like, we saw it for the first time at the Game Awards, or, sorry, not the Game Awards, at the Summer Jeffy's, um this last year. And, like, we talked about it plenty. We thought it was funny, a funny concept. When I saw that game, I did not think it was going to be the second highest concurrent player count on Steam ever. Yeah. And it's been out since Friday. Today, we're recording on Tuesday. And it is still going up, you know? I don't think it's going to hit number one because, you know, Counter-Strike is just insurmountable, I think. But I also, when it, like, hit, like, number eight of all time, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I didn't think it was going to hit number two, you know? Because today it passed Dota. Or uh, And I'm just, I'm sorry, I have these back. It's not going to pass PUBG. Counter-Strike it passed today. I, it just ignore me. I'm stupid. I just mixed up no. my names. You did the same thing earlier, and I think I was thinking about... I. It's easy to make that mistake. But what I'm saying is, like, it's because it's such a phenomenon, that's why the conversation's happening. Because nobody really cared. Like, people are like, haha, they stole Pokemon designs when it was announced. But now knowing that this is the biggest game in the world at the moment, like, objectively speaking, it's just the biggest game in the world. It's going to be one of the biggest games of 2024, you know? I don't, it might be the biggest, but if it's not, it's going to be in the top five for sure. Maybe top 10 at the very worst if this year's crazy. I think that's where the conversation comes from because it is sort of, you know, creatively adds nothing to anything. You know, it's fun to play, but it doesn't introduce anything interesting. You know, even like Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite stole PUBG's formula, but it added building. And the way it integrated building did change that game and it made it more creatively interesting. So, yeah, this game doesn't feel like it adds anything so much as does a hodgepodge of things from other games.
1: Yeah. My thinking is I think this game will with with like respect to how popular it is right now at this moment. I think it's going to burn bright and fast. Yes. Yes. I think people are probably not going to be playing this game come, like, June. I think that oh, yeah. it's going to fall off hard because I'm not sure what community support exists for the game. I also feel like the concepts that the game combines, they can find elsewhere in games that have better community support, like Fortnite. Yeah. And people who are like, oh, well, Pokemon needs a competitor. It's like, but this isn't really... You're not fulfilling the same gameplay desires yeah. that you are with Pokemon. It's also you're like- not catching Pokemon and going through gyms and going through the Elite Four. You're catching creatures to help them to have you, them help you survive. It's like it's 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 not the same. And I feel like it's just going to be one of those flash in the pan kind of like big moments in 2024. But I don't think it's going to have uh, like staying power and i might be wrong it might have great community support but i just feel like the skeeziness of it all i don't know well there's also i think people are going to get bored with it
0: i know it's multiplayer but like it's not multiplayer the same way a Fortnite or a PUBG is like you can't just continually play matches you're just entering a world and that is something that can't sustain the same way that you know like Minecraft exists in that, that space because of the basically limitless creativity it provides. This game has a limit, you know, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a phenomenon. I don't I'm not going to put a expiration date on it, but, you know, it's it's going to stop growing at some point and then probably quickly fall. I'd say it's going to probably at least last a couple months, months, um, but I don't. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's not going to last forever. Um, this isn't, like, because PUBG, and that, that's the thing, Counter-Strike, that it just passed today, is always at the top of the charts. You know? This game, come next year, like, 12 months from now, I'd be shocked if it was in the top 20. So. Yeah. Unless, you know, because this is early access, I think it'll probably get another boom when the full game comes out, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, And you're right, I mean, it's not a Pokemon game. It's a survival game that has pokemon in it functionally and the, yeah. the catching mechanics are like legends arceus to a t um which i like i think it's cool to steal that that's one of like the catching mechanics in legends arceus felt incredible and i loved it but um i guess i'll just blend into a review of it because i did play i played about eight hours and then i hit a wall where i was just like i'm not having fun anymore um because the whole thing is like i do i love walking around the world and catching Pokemon. That's the the part that they got from Pokemon and they did very well. Um, but the problem is I, I'm not huge on the survival mechanics because there's too many moving parts. There's so many moving parts. And the more you level up and the more you find, they just introduce more new moving parts. And none of them, like, get rid of old moving parts. You know, it's like, OK, in Minecraft, it's like, oh, there's the moving part of upgrading your equipment more and more and more. But when you upgrade your sword to a, a iron sword, you don't need the stone sword anymore. When you upgrade it to a gold sword, you don't need the iron sword. Like, you are upgrading. Whereas this game, you always need the base level stuff going at all times. And it's just a very frustrating process. You have to make Pokeballs, palp spheres, as they're called in the game. Um, and it's exhausting, because you need to be constantly getting resource garnering resources just to make pokeballs so i'll be out in the field and i'm gonna call it the wrong name i know but like that's their pokeballs and their pokemon i know that's pals fierce and pals but i feel silly saying that Um, (laughs) you'll be out in the field catching pals and i'm like this is great this is great this is great woo! i ran out of pokeballs oh that sucks and in pokemon you go back and you buy them with the money that you earned from fighting battles and you have no problem getting pokeballs in this game Oh, I have no wood. I can't make any Pokeballs. All right, I guess I spend, I'll spend 20 minutes getting wood so that I can build a few Pokeballs and then have to repeat this whole process again. Ugh. And, like, there's ways to streamline the whole thing. It's, the you know, survival game. That's the survival game's thing. But there's all there's so many moving parts, like I'm saying. Like, oh, I also want to spend my time building armor and building up my base and building up my food and building up this and that and the other thing. There's too many things going on. And I could see the appeal for certain types of gamers in that. And I also could see appeal if you're playing with, like, a group. Because you can play with up to 32 people, which is unhinged in my brain. That's too many people. That's, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: That is a lot. But if
0: I had a team of, like, four or five people and we were truly committed, I could see, like, all of us having tasks. And it could be fun. But then I feel like that also take out some of the exploration. Because the fun for me is going out and finding new Pokemon. That's the part about Pokemon that it did pull off well. Um, Mm -hmm. But because it falls short in other departments, like the combat doesn't feel good because there's too many things going on and too many mechanics going on. The first boss I fought, because there's five bosses in this early access, the first one I fought, it said, okay, you have 10 minutes to beat it. And I was like, no problem. That's so much time. And it's like real-time combat. It's not turn-based. It took nine minutes and 40 seconds. And it was Mm -hmm. just like, he had 10,000 health and it was just like chip 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 chip. And I'm like, this is exhausting. And yeah, it's kind of funny when the green chipmunk is on my head with a submachine gun. That's silly. That is silly. And I kind of like it, but that doesn't, you know, keep me interested in the whole package. Yeah. Um, visually it's like fine. It looks like Fortnite and Zelda had a baby and then put Pokemon in it. Um, it, controls pretty okay um the menu system is rough on console with controller i imagine it'd be fine with pc but it is it's pretty rough on console the management of items is exhausting your chests and your in your like home base i would hope that your chests kind of communicate with each other but sometimes your pokemon will like pick up a piece of wood and put it in a chest and i'm like there are five hundred pieces of wood in the other chest. Why would you put one piece of wood in this chest?
1: <laughs> they're helping.
0: It's just exhausting. And like they're... Could you be nice to them? <laughs> I'm very nice. Except for the ones I kill in the field with my bare fists. The first thing I did, I walked up, I was like, what do I do? I just walked up to a like a Wulu then I don't remember what it's called, but it's you know, a ripoff of wulu from Pokemon. And I just walked up and I literally punched it till it died and I was just like "No, Oh, is that how this works? <laughs>
1: That's so upsetting.
0: And then it's a Wooloo, so it like rolled away. No, (laughs) I was like, no,
1: I can't deal with that.
0: It's very silly. Um, It's if you have Game Pass, give it a shot. It's fun. It's funny. Uh, Just if you're like me, expect to hit a wall because I was just getting overwhelmed by the number of mechanics and stopped having fun. I was like, I just want to walk around the world and find new Pokemon, and that is, I'm not able to do that because I don't have the resources to build the Pokeballs and then all of a sudden the level the levels jump on these pokemon and getting around the world is not easy and it's a survival game so you like die and then you drop all your stuff and i'm like Ugh, i don't want to go back that's exhausting yeah and you go back and annoying. you pick it all up and your equipment doesn't automatically reequip so you have to reequip Ugh. everything
1: that little stuff is like yeah. definitely reeks of like early access
0: it's very there's some parts of it that are so early access that it's like oh my gosh this game I imagine a full release next year could be, like, really transformative. And I'll keep my eye on it, you know? If the full release is genuinely impressive, I might return to it in a year. Well, pro- I would guess more than a year. I think this will probably be an early access for quite a while. Um, And then one huge, enormous nitpick is that... I think nitpick means small, and huge is big. One bi- no,
1: nitpick is, like, something that shouldn't be an issue like but it bothers you personally okay, and that like a nitpick would be like if i coughed a certain way okay you and you were like kelly coughs that way and it's so annoying that's
0: true that's a good example because you do cough annoying <laughs> <laughs> okay all then i'll change my word one major issue on xbox is there is the audio compression is unbelievably terrible Everything sounds like an old, horrible MP3. The music is, like, <laughs> crunchy. Every sound effect sounds really terrible. And I'm like, what oh. did they do? The audio was just off the charts terrible on Xbox. And I've seen wow. PC stuff. It's fine on PC, but it is terrible. And there's other, like, compression problems, like, weirdly low-resolution textures and stuff. And then I enter the boss fight, and they, like, show a picture of the boss. And it was literally, I'm not kidding maybe 144p like it was <laughs> and I was like what and then it cut back to like the 4k gameplay and I was like what was that I could it was just a blur and I was like this is insane so there's this and I know that's early access but like oh my god the... I had to turn the music off I went into the settings and turned music to zero because the music was just like it sounded like <laughs> and I was like this is awful which also wow. meant the boss fight was just silent because there was no music. Well,
1: <laughs> you needed to think about what you were doing.
0: Yeah. Uh for for 9 minutes and 50 seconds while I just ticked away at this guy.
1: They ran it through the cruncher.
0: They ran it Oh my goodness. It was it's brutal, but it's <laughs> I'm curious to see. I feel like we'll talk about this game again when it hits some new record. I'm disappointed that these sales don't go to games with more like creative excitement behind them but like pokemon sells fine pokemon sells just as well as this so it's not like they're not stealing business nintendo does not need us to defend them um there was like a mod that came out that changed a bunch of the the pals to pokemon (laughs) nintendo took that down nintendo (laughs) said no 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 (laughs) so people who are like oh nintendo's gonna sue i'm like no they're not
1: I, yeah i don't think they're going to either i don't think they care that much
0: no because it, well it's not going to affect their bottom line and also like they couldn't win the case plagiarism cases are not winnable so especially in the video game industry like where it's just like considered like inspired by not stolen from so <sighs> wow <laughs> nitpick sorry I nitpick. kelly's yawn
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> i thought the um I thought it was funny how the person who made the mod was like, Nintendo has come for me. (laughs) They did say that. Oh my god!
0: I'm sure it was just a regular. I'm sure it was just a regular takedown notice, cease and desist. Yeah, just like stop, stop. And then he took it down, and they were like, "Thanks." Yeah, it's just a mod. He's not making money. Um, right. I guess I should talk about other games. If you want, Uh, I'll real quick talk about Limbo. Playdead's original game. This is by the same people that made Inside. I've never played Limbo, so I went ahead and popped that on last night. Played all of it. It's about two hours long. It's a really atmospheric side-scroller. I highly recommend this game. It's, like, dirt cheap on most things, or if you have Game Pass, it's included on there. Um, I do think Inside is a much better game, but if you haven't played either, I'd start with Limbo and then go to Inside after that, because Inside is, you know, Inside grows in so many ways that it learned from... Uh, limbo um i had a great time though there were some frustrating bits with platforming that i'm like this game is not a platformer i mean it is but like it's not a tightly designed one enough that it deserves to make me this mad but visually thematically i really liked it so top line top of the line i'm sad that i hadn't played this yet i mean it took me what 14 years to get there so you're welcome play dead now the game i
1: can't believe that game is 14 years old
0: isn't that crazy Ugh. yeah that game is old enough to go to middle school. What do 14-year-olds do? I don't know.
1: They go to high school. Oh,
0: it's it's a freshman, isn't it? Limbo's a freshman in high school.
1: That's crazy. Limbo's
0: in the most awkward phase of its life, potentially. I also played somewhat new game, Persona 5 Tactica. Um, I did not play this game when it came out in November. I felt like I was really late, but I guess I'm only two months late. That's not so bad, is it? Mm. All right. All right, Kelly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I haven't played it either. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was sitting there and I'm like, I want something straightforward and easy to play to lead up to Persona 3 Reload. And I'm like, oh, this game will last me till then. Um, but I got really into it. It is a tactics game. Uh, you play as three of the Phantom Thieves of your choice. Uh, you don't have to play as Joker, which means you have a lot more flexibility with your party. And it's super easy between battles to switch characters. Um, basically imagine like Mario versus Rabbids the persona it's very it shares Mm. a lot of dna with that simplified tactical style i liked it a lot though um it was super easy i lost zero times in my 22 hours um but that's okay i could have cranked the difficulty way up but honestly i was just enjoying the mechanics and like when you dominate it feels great you just destroy these enemies and do crazy things um and i really think if you're at all interested in tactic tactical games this is a great one to play if you have don't if you don't have a lot of experience. It's also a really really good introductory point, um, especially if you like the Persona Five cast. They don't grow in this game, <laughs> like they're pretty much set. This is this takes place in like the last three weeks of Persona Five, like they're just like oh we're just sitting around we already solved the problem but we haven't rolled credits on Persona Five yet. Oops, we fell into another world now we're playing a different game. Um, so like all of their development is done. But that means they get to just have fun and be cute. Um, Right. And the new characters, there's a couple new characters in this game, do have development of their own. And I think they're really charming and likable. Um, The art style is chibi. I really do wish it was not. um, Because I think, like, Persona 5 Strikers really hit partially because its visual style was, uh, like, one-to-one with the original game. I think I would have enjoyed this game a little more if it wasn't chibi. Especially because the story goes really dark places. And it clashes immensely with the chibi style. Like, I mean, like, incredibly, like, lots of death, lots of dismay, and it's all in this chibi art style. Feels kind of weird. Feels kind (laughs) of weird. And maybe they did that to lighten the mood a little bit so it wasn't a dour game. Um... But I really liked Probably it. Probably
1: cheaper to make Chibi.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And, like, it was not a crazy deep game, but I had a lot of fun playing it. And like I said, 22 hours. I played it really, really fast. Uh, still unemployed at the moment, in case you're curious. Uh, I don't know how else to explain finishing a 22-hour game <laughs> within a week. But That's okay. I really highly recommend it to fans of – if you're a fan of Persona 5 – give it a a shot. Especially if you have Game Pass, I'd give it a shot. Um, If you're a fan of tactical games, give it a shot. Maybe play Persona 5 first. If you're a fan of both, play it. Play it, for sure. You'll have fun. If you want it to be challenging, you can crank up the difficulty. Um,
1: What if I'm a fan of Ryuji Sakamoto?
0: Then you should definitely play it. His shotgun is awesome because it has, like, spreads. You play, like, you see, like, three enemies in front of you in, like, a spread and you can shoot with the shotgun and like... (laughs)
1: He's my little guy. He's my little pal. And he's little
0: cuz he's GB. Oh my god. He's really good in this game. I mean, everybody's really good, and I will say like my party that I fell back on the hardest ended up being Joker, uh Haru and Yusuke, which is like very much different from my Persona 5 Royal team. So it was very interesting cuz I don't care much for Haru gameplay-wise, but in this game it's re- like her uh when she uses her psychic powers, it pulls enemies closer to you. So you can do oh. some really interesting things with that. And I'm not gonna go over all the mechanics, but there's so many. Um and there's so much to dive into here. Also the music is which is probably a given. If you know anything about Persona, it's a given that the music's gonna be good. Yes. So Kelly Yes Kelly's gonna play the entirety of Persona 5 Tactica now before Persona 3 reload comes out. Right,
1: yes, 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 wow, yes, yes,
0: you're agreeing a lot,
1: well, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be playing that, um, I have to emotionally prepare myself to play persona three reload in a new way, well, prepare myself to play persona three in a new way okay. by playing persona three reload.
0: are you which so are you I will be do to playing prepare? yoga,
1: probably, I need to practice some mindfulness.
0: Okay, is that what? You- That's pretty much it. Oh, you like started? It's a squinting. long,
1: it's a long emotional game. So I hope you're ready. And it's
0: gonna be longer than it was originally. Yeah, it's gonna be more game. Yeah. Ugh, the previews for that game make me just like, I just want to scream. And I'm not watching them because I don't want to see any more gameplay footage. But just what I've heard, I'm just like, ah, give me the game now.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I've been yep. polite. And then Kelly was such a little dingus yesterday and sent a picture of somebody who got their copy 12 days early and was like, Andrew, this could be you. And I'm like, Kelly, we are getting it on Game Pass. <laughs> this cannot be us. Mm-hmm. It won't be us. Unless... What, Game Pass drops it early by accident? Oops. Oops. And then we have it to, we have to go download it and then disconnect our console from the internet. Oh, then you can't play Game Pass games. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we'll just go pirate it. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate solution.
1: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that would be an issue.
0: No, what is this? It's not Pow World. We're not stealing, right? I don't quite get what I was saying there. <laughs> I don't get the bit.
1: It's okay because you know what this. This has been a great episode, full of fun, full of laughs, full of happiness, full of sadness, full sadness. of pain, full of joy. Pain. Yep. So sad next and week. Pain. Yep. So next week, uh we might be in even more pain. Why? Or less. Uh because we'll be even closer to February
0: oh, to percent of 3.
1: And Final Fantasy 7 part 2.
0: I also want to say because this, I'm sure listeners know I'm a big fan of the Yakuza or the Like a Dragon series, and they probably are out there like looking at the fact that the new game got the best reviews that that series has ever gotten in its entirety of its decades on this earth. I'm, I'm considering it. Okay, I just He's played Gaiden. I'm, I feel like a tiny bit burnt out on the series, but those reviews, it's also like 50 hours long. Yeah, I don't know, y'all. It's ti- It's a time thing. It's not even a money thing right now, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, if it was a money thing, it'd be a definite. Like, okay, Persona Three Reloads free. I'll just play that instead. But this is a time thing where I don't want to buy another RPG.
1: Right. Ugh. It is a. It's not. It's. It's a. It's an investment in another way, in a different way.
0: I'm kind of hoping the
1: traditional use of that word.
0: It looks right now like the summer might be quite the lull for video games. I'm kind of hoping that that's true because I feel like I'm going to need catch up time. You know?
1: What about mustard time?
0: Oh, I think we should probably call it.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening (laughs) to this week's episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, My apologies to all the pals that are being beat down by Andrew's fist. I'm done playing. They're safe. In pal world. Um, I hope that that doesn't happen to you anymore. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a great uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, Tuesday already passed. Have a great Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, (laughs) Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Maybe. Bye!